You're listening to a DM podcast. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with inspiring hustlers. I'm your host, Madeline, and my aim is to help positively change the way you think one healthy conversation at a time. Through storytelling, these deeper conversations have been designed to act as a virtual toolkit. I like to pack them with practical advice, thought-provoking insights, and life-changing rituals. Together with my wonderful guests, my hope is that this podcast inspires and empowers you to thrive in all aspects of your life. If you're feeling ready to rise up to new challenges, irradiate positivity, and have an unshakable belief in yourself, then take a deep breath, buckle up, and let's go on this ride together. What a morning. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so this was meant to be recorded literally an hour ago. <laughs> I've been stuck in traffic. We've had tech issues. I didn't book into the online studio. All the things. But we're here and we are rolling. Oh. My darling, Christy, welcome back to the pod. How are you? How are you? Uh, I am so good. And honestly, it wouldn't be one of our vibey episodes without a few things happening in the background. But that's life, right? And that's the beautiful thing about it. It's unpredictable and uncertain. It's so funny because when I left home this morning, as I was saying to you in voice messages, I was dealing with monstrous four-year-old tantrums over a ponytail that needed to be redone four times because it wasn't sitting right then you know being stuck in traffic but it's so interesting walking into a space where you almost allow yourself to feel inspired again I don't know like just coming in here with your energy and Blake from the studio in here I'm like oh all of that's just left me I think it just constantly shows me why it's so important to nurture the people in your life that help you to feel good and vibrate at a higher frequency because or else you can get stuck in those little moments like I could have easily got stuck in that hectic morning totally and do you know what I think like it's especially it's so indicative of a personal development like a self-development journey like you acquire insights you up level you upgrade your frequency you step into your higher self but the real test comes when you are under stress and turmoil Mm. and you're being challenged or tested by the universe it's like not just about how you show up in those moments and I don't think it's about being perfect but it's actually what you choose to do after those moments like as you just said it's like you deal with your beautiful daughter and like support her to the best of her abilities you navigate traffic and you might be frustrated and swearing and carrying on but then who you choose to become after that is really like I don't know in my opinion that is the sweet spot of everything it's so true it's like almost not allowing those external things or things outside of your control to dictate the energy that you bring or the way that you show up yeah that's a big part of personal growth Mm. and personal development isn't it is it's like bringing awareness to those things and realizing that you actually in a lot of cases have the choice to bring the energy that you want to bring and in some instance that's harder done but I think the majority of things that we go through on a daily basis, it's a little bit easier to choose the energy if you're mindful and conscious of, yeah. of what it is. Yeah, and I think too, yeah. you like said something so um, so insightful before. I think the people you surround yourself with have a lot to do with that. And yeah, you know, even if I think back to you know all of the changes in my relationships over the last few years, and 
you know, where I'm at right now. And I don't even think I'd be at the place I am right now if I'd stayed around some of the people that I was around because they were really bringing down my frequency. But because you're so used to that, you actually can't see Mm. it until you step away from it. That is such an important point. When that's all you know, Mm. it's so hard to like, yeah, step away. And it's scary to step away. But I love there was a quote which I shared in an Instagram reel actually recently it said that you will not go into the right future with the wrong people and it was so like I remember listening to it like three or four times before I created a reel around it and I thought that is so true in the sense of how much our thoughts our energy our actions can actually be influenced or are highly influenced by those around us. It's even to the point of if you're a very aspirational, you know, sparkly person, if you're around the wrong people who are dulling that or not allowing that to shine or be elevated in you, it's not going to come out Mm. to its full potential. Mm. And I had that experience in in the corporate world where I was surrounded by, you know, two managers who just dulled every part of me and it's like – I will never have an opportunity to perform at my full potential here when you've got people like that in your circle or, you know, in your close proximity. Oh, hugely. You and I could definitely like swap stories around our corporate experiences because I've definitely got some tales to tell from there, like of just how – either how micromanaged I was in certain Mm. situations, how underappreciated I felt, and also to how people also tried to change who I was. And it kind of comes back to that point before is like if you're trying to dim your light or if you're allowing others to do that for you, you're never going to reach your full potential. And Because I know we also talk a lot about like consumption as well. And, you know, if you're not necessarily surrounded by people at the moment, it's just, again, you can just take note of what you're consuming because that's also going to impact your frequency. That is so true, what you're consuming. It's like it's like we talk about that a lot from a health perspective and drinking water, but what you're actually consuming online, it's feeding your mind and your energy as well. So love that we got straight into it today, all the juice, but we do definitely need to touch on the last couple of weeks because <laughs> wowie, <laughs> what a period of time. It's really funny because Ryan and I were out for lunch the other day and he's been going through... Um, you know, the last month he was going through a few big navigations with work, like things feeling a lot harder, having to make some big decisions, you know, transitions in the business with, you know, the work he goes after, I guess. And he just looked at me and he's like, oh, it just feels really hard at the moment. He's like a few weeks ago, it felt like everything was in flow. And I was like, well, honey, sit down. (laughs) First of all, have you listened to the Astro Dose from November? (laughs) Christy will give you the beans on why it feels a little bit harder and stickier right now. How's it been for you? Oh, well, you know, I always try to look at the positive side of things, right? Because I always think that growth and elevation will always come through those really crunchy pressure cooker moments and especially Scorpio season is the biggest metamorphosis energy of the year. And so it is incredibly transformative. It represents renewal and rebirth. But to be really honest, like I've had some huge lessons and tests Mm. from the universe and I'm not surprised either because I do have so many significant changes in my personal stars this year. And I also know that this is my most challenging time of year. So like, as I shared last month, like, I prepare for this time of year 
every year. But I think for me personally, I've had a few health challenges over the last four weeks and it's stuff I've been ignoring all year and I actually said to a friend over the weekend and she has a few health challenges like I do we have a few gut issues and I have a few things to do with my immune system but again that's a part of my story and my journey and it doesn't hinder my progress like I don't allow that to hinder who I am as a person I know that um, I can do things to make myself feel optimum vitality so again it doesn't affect me day to day right Mm -hmm. Um, but I said to her I said I've been doing the baseline stuff For for a normal person, that is their optimum vitality. But for me personally, like the universe sky daddy is not letting me get away with that. And it's like, (laughs) and I think that that's been the hardest thing for me. It's like, oh, I can't ignore this anymore. Mm. And so great lessons. But again, it has come with frustration because it's meant I've had to slow down a little bit and I don't like doing that. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Slowing down is a hard one for you, isn't it? Yeah. You love being a busy girl, <laughs> hustling. Oh, yeah. It's funny with those little, I guess, knocks or yep. taps from the universe. It's like at the start, it's just nice and small, like a little gentle, hey, you should do something about this. And it just gets louder and louder and louder over time. Yeah. Well, that's the funny thing with transit. So with a transit, especially from a planet that isn't necessarily a personal one, so one of the outer planets, so that's anywhere between like Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, or even a Chiron transit. And what tends to happen because they're slow movers is they actually come and apply pressure over a period of time. And this could be anywhere from 12 to 24 to sometimes for some people even 36 months. Mm. And so with a transit, what tends to happen with the first one, I'll use myself as an example, is like this year I've had Saturn in opposition to my sun. Our sun is our vitality. It's our purpose. It's our life goals. Our sun sign is where we're destined to shine. Now, Mm -hmm. a Saturn opposition or even a Saturn transit only happens every seven years. An opposition is every 29 years. When it's an opposition, it means that it's not like internal recalibration like a square. An opposition means there's something that dramatically needs to change, whether it's an external influence or something that is worth actually paying attention to. And if you don't, Mm. it's going to be like front and center. And so what happens with this particular transit, how it's been playing out, is I got my first nudge at the beginning of the year with the first transit. And then Saturn moves on because it continues its transit. Normally the first transit, you don't necessarily take a lot of action, but you are finding that something comes to the surface. That's when I first recognized something with my health was happening. Yes. But I pushed through, right? Then the second one, which is what I'm in right now, is when something will happen normally again. It's like you have to pay attention to this, right? You've got to start to work with this energy. It's -hmm. what the cosmos does. And then by the third one, which will be coming, um, I've got that coming back around early next year, is that what will happen is that with this third transit, I I call it like a reconciliation, where anything that, any lesson you need to learn, anything that you need to reconcile, you'll end up doing then and it will move on. And that's why when you see before, you get these little nudges, these little taps, you know, whether you say that it's your spirit guides, whether you say it's the cosmos, that's exactly what happens because mm. we can't necessarily change our life in a day. It's a period yes. of time that unfolds. Wow. I love that breakdown and analogy of it because I think that that gives, you know, it's one thing me being like, oh, a little tap tap from the universe, yep. but like actually having that to back why this is taking place and to bring more awareness to it when it is, is amazing. 
Well, I think that's why, like, I love working with the stars, especially when I'm forecasting for someone mm. because, like, nine times out of ten, someone's coming to me because they are on the precipice of change or they're yes. knowing something, they're, they're in something, but yes. they're, like, not sure when the beginning, the middle, and the end takes place. And yes. I love being able to say, okay, well, this is your most influential activation you're navigating right now. And for yeah. some people, it could be once in a lifetime, right? Mm. And so just framing it up with that perspective and going, okay, these are the, the months or these are the hit dates. I call them activation dates. And yes. there'll be a start date, an end date, and then there'll be an activation where it's like the it's like a tight um, either conjunction, opposition, square, trying like or sextile or whatever what is happening with those planetary combinations and that's the direct hit date and so just knowing those time frames there's a little bit of acceptance that comes with that to go okay well I'm navigating this for the x amount of time I know that these months might be periods of growth or transformation or they may be a little bit harder where things aren't flowing but if you can look at it through a high vibrational lens and go okay well what is this planet trying to teach me what are the mm. lessons it wants to impart for my growth yes. evolution makes it so much easier and digestible yes. because you're like you don't see it as a hindrance you're like oh no this is here to help me upgrade yes absolutely and I feel like it's once you switch to that mindset as well of like upgrading you know like how powerful is that to be able to during a sticky or harder time yeah. say to yourself I am upgrading that changes everything that you're going through in a way. Yeah. Because it's literally happening for you rather than to you. Love. Yeah, wow. You got straight into the juice. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But now let's shift gears from our darling Sagittarius <laughs> and into the good vibes of December. Oh, this is crazy. Like we are in the last month of the whole entire year for 2023. I'm just like, poof. it's honestly this year has been so interesting because I was like I was writing a story the other day for media and you know I've really reflected back on what the themes were for this year and everything and I just we're just so we're shifting gears towards really what gives us meaning and purpose and with that there's a slower pace to it but the world is still really fast and there's still Mm. a lot happening in the world and yeah I don't even know where 2023 went yet but I I think I'll reflect back on this time and Mm. years to come going god that was such a turning point moment but I don't know if we can fathom yet where we're at and where we're growing and where we're going (laughs) That feels really true to me, if I'm honest, mm. like when you said that, because I feel like, I don't know, personally, I feel like the front end of the year from like January to May seems to move quite fast. Yeah. You know, it's a much higher energy. It's, you know, in Australia, the weather's good, all of that. And then, but those winter months seem to slow down a lot. They feel a lot heavier. Things are harder to get done, less inspiring. And then September almost like, picks up again which obviously naturally goes with the seasons of the year and the astrology so it makes sense that it feels like that but this year it didn't feel like that at all I felt like it just didn't slow like we just sped straight through like winter and that those heavier months I'm like wow like how did we get here so quickly Mm. and you know I guess that's sometimes life as well of like and that's where I I personally believe those moments of self-reflection and pausing 
are so important. Like yeah. when life feels busy or where time is being a bit of a thief, you know, and you go like, oh, I don't even know what I achieved. Those moments of self-reflection are so important to remind you of what you actually have achieved and how far you actually have come. Yeah. I did um, on the 11-11 day, I did a um, little exercise by Rochelle Fox oh. on the mind, which I know you love Rochelle yeah. as well. She did a little mini episode on the Mindspo podcast and it was about literally reflecting back to yourself in 11 22 like last year and I'm like wow when I actually think of me then versus me now like that makes it feel like time hasn't gone so fast because I feel very proud of you know how I've showed up and I guess that came a little bit down to being proud of the word that I used which was came from you but the word of higher being my word for 2023 which was a direct reflection of you saying that to me on the podcast you're like my word is higher and I messed you saying Christy I'm still in your word <laughs> I'm coming in with higher, higher vibes too <laughs> oh my god when did we meet when did you do the live event because that would have yeah, been around November. that time this, it was <gasps> yesterday it was the 13th last year oh my goodness that's so crazy literally 12 months yesterday how crazy <gasps> I didn't even realize that on that note of words yep. I know that you are so big on having a word to just encompass the way I guess you show up, the energy that you bring, things you say yes and no to for the year ahead Mm. versus, I guess, more that traditional news resolution. Can you, for anyone who's maybe new to this concept of having a word, can you dive in a little bit and then maybe even share your word for 2024? Oh, my goodness. I can totally share my word. Like, oh, it's so good. Like every year for years now, like I think it must be coming up to eight years. I think 2015 off the top of my head was the first year that I actually picked a word of the year. And since then, it's kind of been the thing that's anchored me. I call it like my anchor of the year. And it helps to encapsulate the vision of what, energy I want to call in and there's been lots of iterations of my words based on the season that I've been in or where I've been in life and you know when I walked into this year I'd also come off a really big year of Jupiter activation so 2022 for me was filled with Jupiter energy which is very abundant and expansive but it can also be like all-consuming and encompassing Mm. energy like I was hustling Mm. last year and so I picked my which makes sense too right then I was like okay I'm going to go higher right in like 2023 but it's so interesting because like I was I'm I've been definitely leaning into high vibrational energy all year but what I didn't anticipate with higher and to be really transparent with everybody is I think I walked into this year wanting to attain more like I wanted to higher to me was like what can I get right what what can I receive Um, what do I want to like work towards and I had a huge shift over the last few months and it's really it's still higher but it's more about what can I give right what can I contribute to who can I embody that creates more potent and powerful astrology experiences Mm. for people and I never anticipated that and I think that's the beautiful thing is even our lives can shift, but our word can still anchor us and guide us and 
allow us to be curious in those moments. Mm. And so just takes a bit of pressure off those smart goals or like top yes. three priorities yes. and allow us to just sink in, right? Definitely. I love that you explained that as well of that shift in the word because, yeah, as I said, I stole the word higher off you and I went in with higher. And to be honest, I actually feel really proud to say that I feel like I did kind of live up to that or use that word. But similar to what you said, when I first went in with higher, I remember writing in my journal, higher opportunities, like I wanted to attract bigger opportunities, whether for me, it's actually ended up just being able to be more mindful of staying in a higher vibration through my habits, the people I surround myself with, the things I say yes and no to, the boundaries I have in place. And a lot of that now, like in reflection, I had let go of, you know, becoming a mum of two and navigating a bit of postpartum blues last year. I let go a lot of those things. And now it was almost just bringing me back to what I know to be true about living in a higher vibration. And so it's like, I almost feel like I've stepped back into a higher version of Maddie and, you know, what I'm here to do. And so, yeah, it's shifted for me too. But I love that it's still been a really potent word that's kind of helped to guide my guide my year and my decision making and the way in which I, you know, choose to show up and yeah you can definitely see it like hands down like you can definitely see it with the content you create the conversations that we have like Mm. there's this real high frequency energy high vibrational energy about you and it's kind of like you remembering who you are right because you've also had to have a huge reclamation of yes mom of two and everything else A lot of that came from you doing my birth chart reading. I remember you doing, that would have been a similar time. I reckon you did my birth chart at maybe mid-December because it was Mm. definitely before the start of the year. And I remember you going through that. And the whole time I kept saying to you, it is like you were articulating what my intuition was trying to tell (laughs) me, but I just couldn't figure it out. And it really allowed me, I even have, I went back in my journal only two days ago and the front page says, shine, express, create. And they were the words that you gave me to lean into this year. And I was like, I had this real moment where I was like, wow, doing that birth chart reading with you was a really huge turning point for me Mm. from a mindset perspective and like fully, I guess, believing again what I was here for and what I was capable of. And so that word of hire felt easier for me to step into because it was like, you know, you'd almost given me permission based on my chart that this was the time to shine. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Oh, but that's where like, you know, if anyone is wanting to do a exercise that is that I believe will truly move the needle for you and make significant change for next year, like book a birth chart reading with Christy. Honestly, like I did it for both the kids. I did it for myself. Ryan, that's Ryan's Christmas present this year. (laughs) He's getting a birth chart reading because it's just, I don't know. I just like, I almost can't explain how it's just the most beautiful experience. Like it really is. Mm. It's so, it allows you, I believe to, to tap so much more into your own intuition because it is stuff that you will literally align to. Like it feels so 
good and true and having someone tell you that you're like oh my goodness like okay like all of these things I'm desiring or feeling like are actually possible Mm. you know or you find the right times to bring them possible I remember you in in my reading you said to me which is interesting we just spoke about the event date but you said to me what did you do on the 15th of November because that was a really um like pivotal point on my chart and I said and I remember looking at the calendar and I was like, oh, that was two days after the event that I held in the Gold Coast, which was with you. And I said, I remember being just so high vibing. It was like, I just got this whole boost of like confidence again. And you're like, yeah, whatever you were feeling on that day is what you need to almost harness to take into the new year. So I think having those like dates and those energy moments that you can tap back into as well. I always think like a, an incredible I'm, and I'm not saying that I'm an incredible astrologer. I think there's incredible astrologers let's, let's out there. Let's take that back. You are an incredible <laughs> astrologist. <laughs> um, but a great astrologer that doesn't just have the information but can connect with you on a level and meet you where you're at should not give you anything that you intuitively already know. There should be moments of opportunity, of introspection and perspective shifts, but it shouldn't be jarring. It shouldn't be information that makes you feel scared or fearful. It should be something that actually feels like, I always say I'm the validation queen because I just give you a language to understand yourself, the people in your life and the world around you, or a world around you. I just help you to make sense of things. And when you've got somebody that is sitting across from you acting like a mirror that doesn't know your day-to-day life, like it's an incredibly powerful moment. Mm. And I feel like I've been given the greatest gift on earth, but also too, like there's again, like if we think back of what we were talking about earlier, all those moments in our careers prior to what we do now, they were always the, they are the stepping stones you have to take to get to this place. But, you know, I think that's why I'm so obsessed with astrology, not because I want the stars to dictate our destinies, because it's actually not about that, but we can work with them in such a harmonious way Mm. that they, they just allow us to shape our destiny. And, to, to leap when we're ready and to take a back seat when we're not and to really trust in ourselves. And the more I dive into this work and the more um, I learn from different mentors around the world, I think what I always come back to, and you said it beautifully before, is self-trust. Mm-hmm. And that's what astrology gives me. It's like a trust in myself. And I hope that that's what I offer up to other people as well. Yeah, you absolutely, absolutely do. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know what your word for 2024 is. I've been holding out for about three days. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because we haven't told each other. And it's like... You just sent me a text, I've got my word. <laughs> like, leaving me hanging, sister. <laughs> so my word for 2024 is divine. Oh, do you want Define. to tell me yours before I tell yeah. you why? Yeah. What's... Mine's magnetic. <gasps> oh, so good. Oh, you gave me Talk chills. To... Oh. <laughs> Talk to me about divine. So I really thought about like what divine means to me. And if you, because um, I love words, being a writer as well. And like, if you look up the word divine, it does have references to God-like energy. And I'm not going to tout myself as the next guru, but I see it as this ethereal energy. And that to me is loaded with intention. There's a real feminine energy to it. But I've really been leaning into how do I ritualize every aspect of my life? And 
if I think of this kind of powerful influence of the word divine, it keeps coming back to how I view myself. And I think when you bet on yourself and you see yourself as your own ultimate oracle and you trust in yourself, just like we were talking about then, right? Self-trust, that's what divine represents to me. It's like, how can I operate with intention and do things in a way that where I don't have to feel like I need external validation or to prove myself. Like I just trust in every moment. And do you know what's even so wild as I had tattooed on my arm when I was in Bali the first time this year, divine energy and divine is kind of like now my guiding light. And so. Wow. Oh, I love, love that. My cheeks are actually hurting from (laughs) smiling when you were just explaining and talking about that. I love that so much. It's so well thought out. And this is exactly how you can use words. And the reason why we're sharing this is to give you an example of how having a word can be a really powerful compass for the year ahead. It can be, like you just said, that guiding light, you know. And I think that when you put something like that out into the universe and then you actually continue to show up in that no matter how hard or sticky or pointy periods might become like the universe responds to that energy in more ways than you'll ever kind of be able to imagine just you know dreaming it up so I love that so much for you tell me about magnetic yeah well it's really funny because magnetic was actually one that I thought of last year I've always been very drawn to the word and I think because I'm so like energy is my language like I could communicate fully through energy (laughs) and it's interesting so I started seeing a therapist this month after our last episode and when I was halfway through the session it's a male therapist but he's like Reiki and energy like he's amazing and he said to me do you communicate through energy Madeline and I was like oh is it that obvious (laughs) and he said but I think for me the word magnetic has always been like such a high vibrational word because I feel like I have been in the company of many people that I feel are magnetic and when I'm in that energy just like when I'm with you it's so magnetic that I don't want to be at any other vibration it feels so electric and amazing and so magnetic was one that's always sat there for me but last year I knew I wasn't ready to step from the state I was in to magnetic it just wasn't it wouldn't have been possible for me to show up in that so it was like getting to a higher vibration was the aim of the game but now I feel like I've got to a point where I can still feel myself dulling myself in certain situations Mm. or allowing myself to not fully shine I feel like I do a great job of it not tuning my own home but I mean I I feel like I'm in my um great vibes on the podcast because it feels like I've said many times such a safe space for me I love the community the people that listen to this like I I can be so in my authenticity here but I find it a lot harder in other avenues of my business and I'm just sick of feeling like that and I was like you know what like I want to be magnetic on all the touch points in my business you know I want people to feel that in every element so magnetic for me is very much about one it's being intentional but with intentional with the people I surround myself with my routines my boundaries it's just taking higher almost to a whole nother level really and not allowing anyone to dull my sparkle or anything (sighs) to dull my sparkle I 
am obsessed with Magnetic for your word of the year because I think it's such a beautiful representation of everything that you just mentioned of what you've navigated through this year. But if I also think of your natal chart, like it's just allowing you to like raise your vibration even higher but the Mm. unapologeticness like we both have a leo ascendant and there is this element where it is push pull especially because you have a cancerian moon where there can be times where you might dim your light or you may Mm. go am i too much for somebody or should i wear that sequin outfit or whatever right (laughs) right Yes. But magnetism allows you to go, no, you know what? Like when I step into this frequency, I'm going to attract exactly Mm. what I'm required and deserving to receive. So, yes. So, here for our words of the year. I feel like it's going to be a very hard word for me to step into, though, if I'm really honest. Because it is, like you just said, it's me stepping more into my Leo energy Mm. versus my cancer moon and it like my cancer energy which for me sitting in cancer energy is very easy because I'm you know I'm sensitive I'm you know got that empathy like it's easy for me to put other people like allow them to shine because I love celebrating people and you know but I'm like oh okay there's a part of me that really needs to just step up here (laughs) and like block out the noise and not worry about what people think and just like you know you only live once don't you we only all have one chance at this life so Mm. I feel like yeah it's go time Mm, so (laughs) good know we've had such a like a robust conversation today as well about like words and transits and everything but like this higher vibrational energy and like having a word of the year and like actually thinking beyond your realm of possibility is very much what December is all about Mm. like that's what Sagittarius season is all about it's a it's a mutable fire sign it's a fire season and because it's ruled by Jupiter it is very expansive energy and there's a real aspirational feel to this month. And that's yes. why I think too, it's ties in beautifully with kind of coming up to the end of the year, right? It's more about thinking again, like how do mm-hmm. I reset my vision for the new year on the horizon? And so, yes. you know, even from a, a ritual or a practice perspective, you know, whether you're creating a new vision board to bring you into the new year, or even if you're like actually starting to think about what the word of your year can be, like Mm -hmm. December's the perfect time to do that. It's a good energy, December. I feel like obviously people's social calendar, it can be stressful. Like it can be an overwhelming month in terms of just the social calendars, finishing work for the year, all of that. But if you can lean more into that good feeling energy and you know start to play with those little rituals that will set you up for success in January like I think we're so often because it's so busy from a social perspective we often let a lot of the good habits the rituals that serve us on such an important level die off and then that's when the guilt creeps in and we start feeling like you know we get to January and sometimes it can feel a little bit like whoa I need to just get off the hamster wheel but hopefully this month we can be a little bit more conscious of not allowing that to happen by still just incorporating those rituals but maybe on like a more of a micro moment rather than the in-depth do you have any of those more little micro moments or smaller rituals that people might be able to lean into throughout December so they're not you know completely falling off the bandwagon and then feeling guilty come January well I'm really big 
at the moment on like micro moments and like habit stacking in the morning, but just like really small actions and rituals. Love it. And um, I've actually completely rehauled my regime, which my Virgo soul totally loves. And also too, like I've just relaunched the Cosmic Hotline and that was something that I was really thinking about, right? It's like, how can I share astrological insights on a daily basis, but not like create more content, right? Because we're already Mm. so inundated, which is why I'm doing these like micro yet potion forecasts on a daily basis. But it's like, how can you habit stack that with your morning coffee or when you make your bed or when you get ready for the day, right? It's about not another thing to tick off your to-do list, but how can you kind of, again, ritualize it, right? Make it divine. Yes. But I've got one that I've been like dabbling with. So I'm really big into sulfate geofrequencies, because I love like anything that's going to get me into vibrational alignment. And so I've set up a shortcut on my phone, super easy to do. If you have an iPhone, I'm not sure if you've got an Android, but like I actually ended up paying like $2 for a Solfagio frequency on Apple iTunes because I just love the fact you can create a shortcut and all you have to do is press a button on your home screen and like it will just play it instantly. The frequency. Yeah. So Every morning when I wake up now, like instead of reaching for my phone to, like I use an app called Opal so it blocks Safari and all my apps in the morning so that I don't, again, get intentionally distracted. But I press that like, because I've set it up with a little widget, says visualization with a diamond. So like, (laughs) again, right, visual cue. And I just put that on and that it's got no talking. There's again, and I can visualize how I want my day to be because I was listening to Gabrielle Bernstein, like Gabby Bernstein, which I know you love her and you've had her on the podcast. And she was talking about her daily desire method. And so what I did is I also set my gratitude journal up like that. So every morning I can write down who do I want to become? What do I want to receive? What do I want to give? And then I visualize that with the solfagio frequency. So little things like that is like saggy energy for this month. I love that. I've spoken about frequency music a lot on this podcast over the years, but it is still one of my go-to, like when I think of my toolkit, if I was going to say of protecting energy and, you know, being able to shift out of certain energies, having a good frequency music or moving, like as soon as my kids are out of whack, Ryan's like, frequency music yeah put the frequency music on but it is like it actually can alter in the car if they need to sleep like it whenever I work that's like my activation for work is I put on manifesting frequencies but having those like moments of that playing is so awesome I love 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 that idea yeah and it's five minutes right this is the other thing is I'm really big on how can things be micro yet potent? Because we live in such a busy world. And I know you probably have so many people that are parents that tune into the podcast too. And like, you don't want to be inundated with a 10 step morning routine, but I don't even have kids and I don't want a 10 step morning routine. (laughs) Like, (laughs) so it's more about these, like, how can you steal pockets or time in your day to do these little things? And because I work from home um, the majority of the time and like a big lesson for me is not running from one thing to the next, whether it's a client session or whether it's I'm writing for media or whatever that looks like, right? And so for me, like actually carving out time for a lunch break, but when I do that, I make a cup of tea, I'm lighting a candle. Like it's all about these little things in our day that actually help us to just get back into alignment so that we are able to show up as the best versions of ourselves. Beautiful advice and insight going into 
a amazing but very busy month ahead. So, Christy, I love today's chat. I love that we just like we went all over the place with that. That was so high vibing. That is so how our conversations are too. So I love everyone got a little taste of that. But as always, thank you so much for joining me. I've freaking loved having you on the podcast with me this year. You've been such a important and pivotal part of the growth of the show and yeah, just having your wisdom and knowledge throughout this year and your friendship has been yeah, such a blessing. So thank you so much. You're like my real life angel and I appreciate and adore you so much and our conversations are the best. They are and I feel exactly the same about you. Thank you so much for all your goodness. Love, love, love you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I really hope it gave you a healthy boost. I'm so excited to be back next week for new episodes. But until then, if you want to chat, my DMs are always open. You can find me on Instagram, one of my favorite places to hang out, at Madeline Carafa or at The Healthy Hustlers. And of course, if you did enjoy this show, please feel free to share it with a friend or family member who might benefit from it too. Not only does it really help the show, but also helps other people on their health and wellness journey. All the links that have been mentioned in the episode, you can find in the show notes. Have an awesome week. Until next time, don't forget to keep your hustle nice and healthy.